details in the description. It's your boy Sean. About to get it. You need new stories of the day. All right. Beats by my boy Tay Riffy. Find them on Instagram, YouTube. Find them everywhere. Check them out. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the latest episode of Real Spill with Shine Shin. Today is May 19, 2022. Wow. It's a beautiful, what the day is, go to Thursday. Well, we almost at the weekend, but these children got me running so ragged, man. I'm talking about, we talking about field days, we talking about school trips, we talking about band concerts, we talking about awards day, like, but it's the end of the year thing, but... But and then, man, I think they trying to make some of that 2020 money back. <laughs> man, I think they mad about that year they ain't getting no money because everybody was in the, at home and everything. Though. They trying to get some of that money back this year. School ain't never been in this expensive, man. Uh, man, now that I got it out of the way, we're going to do the same thing that we do every day. Go ahead and break down the news stories of the day that affect your world tomorrow. First thing we got going up today, man, is what's the Buffalo shooting say about Black America's fraught relationship with guns? Now, I, I want to talk about doing bad. When I, I saw this story yesterday, Ena, and I knew that I wanted to talk about it today. I'm so excited to talk about it. I don't forgot to tell y'all to like, make sure you follow, hit the subscribe button, and man, do your boy a favor. Make sure you hit that bell, man. Where my bell at? There, go hit that bell, man, so you can go ahead and get a notification every time I drop a brand new video. Now, this story comes out of the Time magazine. It says the Buffalo community in upstate New York is still mourning the senseless massacre that occurred on May 15th when a gunman entered a local grocery store and killed 10 people in a racially motivated attack. Okay, everybody who's watching this show and everybody out there in the world pretty much know what we're talking about. The 18-year-old kid went into the grocery store, started shooting. He had a he had an AR-15, had the had the racial epithets just inscribed on it. You know, right. everybody know the details of that. And if you don't know the details of it, please look back on the last video and the video before that, and it's more broke down into the details of what that went on. Now, on Tuesday, President Joe Biden traveled to the city and condemned the incident as violence inflicted in the service of hate. I always use all these goddamn all, all this roundabout phrases, man. You ain't gotta say all that, man. You know, say kid because his heart was full of hate. No, I'm Why everybody feel like they gotta talk like they Shakespeare when they over here every speech? Break it down for the people. You supposed to be here to serve the people. Why are you talking about the people intelligence level? You know, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but you supposed to be the president for our people. You need to be able to speak to the level of every American out there. You understand what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, some of them sign language people be tripping me out. But like, you remember that time that woman was up there doing the sign language and she didn't even know how to do sign language. She was just up there doing shit. I think she was down there. It was a police press conference in Florida, I think. Man, she was doing all kinds of shit, man. We're going we gonna to keep moving on with this story because this story is real dealing to me. 
The burden of America's long love affair with guns disproportionately affects the black community and has done so since the Second Amendment was written into law. Carol Anderson is an African-American studies professor at Emory University and the author of the second Race and Guns in a Fatally Unequal America, which explores the history of the Second Amendment and how it, was, how it has kept the black population helpless and at a higher risk of gun violence, especially at the hands of white supremacy. Okay. Now, they asked her, they said, your book explores how the Second Amendment has historically had a negative impact on the black population. Right. How does the mass shooting in Buffalo fit into that? She said, it fits into, it fits because of the framing of who black people are. The shooter believes in the replacement theory, the one that's been spewed by Tucker Carlson and Elise Stephanie about the ways that black people are a threat to the white community. Right. Think they're going to be taken over, that black people are dangerous and that they have to be removed. They have to be compelled to leave. That was so much of the genesis of the Second Amendment that black people are a threat, that they are dangerous, that they will pose ill wills upon whites, particularly slaveholder whites. Mm -hmm. See, that's, I I really, I guess I hadn't put much thought into it, man. Right. You know, but it's, it goes on to say the founding fathers made sure the Constitution had an amendment that provided the right for a well-regulated militia. In early America, that militia was really about controlling the enslaved population and putting down slave revolts. That's what they were afraid of. Without the militia and without their guns, they felt they would be left defenseless. Which they would. Yeah. You understand? And um, you know, everybody them had to read the amendments of the Constitution, man. And and when every time I read well regulated militia, I didn't never put into my brain that that was to stop the slaves from getting away. Like that ain't that ain't how my brain interpreted that. I yeah. I thought about militias as the same way they are now, like but my, most of them now, they on the fringe of being racist and not racist. Like you right. never really know. Most of them got at least a member or two that's fully racist. You yeah. know, that might not be their whole creed and code what they stand for. But just because we don't put it in the bylaw don't mean it ain't a byproduct. Right. You know. Right. Now, when you hear the killing in Buffalo talking about they're trying to take over and we've got to create a terror that will make them want to leave, that's rooted in American history. The slave holders didn't want black folks to leave because they needed somebody to do the work. What they wanted was a docile, compliant, controlled black population. And, and I mean, man, for the most part, that's what they got, if you ask me. You don't hear of crimes of black people against white people. Black people in white neighborhoods pretty much hold themselves together pretty dignified. Right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's when we look in the mirror, the thing that we don't like, because we don't like people that look just like us. We, 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 we engage in violence against people who look just like us. Right. I, I, I forgot the guy that I heard speak, man, but it was a guy on YouTube speaking and, and he was saying that, you know, gang violence is just it's psychological warfare. So what most people do is they get in a car and they ride to the other side looking for looking for the nigga that look just like them on the other side of town and that's who they go out. Yeah. Really you're killing yourself over and over again. You got so much trauma and shit be dying into you, man. But the trauma that 
that black America have to go through, man, is real. Right. It's real. And until that get addressed, man, all this other stuff ain't gonna really mean nothing. And again, none of this stuff gets addressed because we don't have people writing bills to get it addressed. We got people writing cardboard signs. That shit don't make it to the president. No, we gotta get we gotta we gotta we gotta do that. Um what's the correlation? Y'all hold on. Uh, let me see some y'all give me that. They go hand together like love and marriage. We also saw it in the insurrection on January the sixth, because here you had black folks voting despite the pandemic because they knew the democracy was on the line, and because they did not vote for a white supremacist, but in fact voted for that white supremacist out of power. You have this uprising spurred by Trump and company identifying the sources of the threat, the sources of the steal. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, this is, and and I ain't saying that that ain't how they feel or whatever. But if that's how they feel, then like, like I said the other day, black people ain't even the biggest minority no more. Mm-hmm. So if anybody is swinging elections, you would have to think it'd be the Hispanic community. You understand me? Like I don't even think that the power that we once had is where it's at no more. Mm-hmm. You know, because the numbers that we had ain't done no more. Most of our numbers, I ain't gonna say most, but a good bit of our numbers can't even vote no more because they got felonies or they in prison still right now. Or, or whatever the situation is, but they vote really ain't going to count, you know? So as far as the number of African-Americans that really able to vote and everything, I don't really think that we able to swing it that much, you know? And shit, man, I just don't. A, a lot of times they just be spewing this same old shit to us, man. You know, I don't know if these people mad like we done had a lot of elections in our lifetime. Bro. Donald Trump, though, to me, if if you take away everything else, if you take away all the all the voices, all the speeches, all the rallies, and you just go around policy, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, if I look back on my on my time, yeah. I was doing pretty straight. Right. You know, that me that me personally. Biden came in office. I saw some shit. We're gonna talk about that later. I don't need to speak on it right now. But People saying that it ain't Joe Biden's fault because stuff high right now. But if Trump was in office, it would be Trump's fault the shit was high. When nobody have a problem putting it on Trump's fault, that shit was high. You know what I'm saying? But we can't put it on him that stuff was low. You know, I mean, if 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 we gonna if we gonna be right, be right, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at the end of the day. Anybody that expect a 70 to 80 year old white man to be the most politically correct guy in the room, like who what where you been living at? You know, you you expect a 70 to 80 year old white guy (laughs) to be politically correct all the time. Man, you gotta let your expectations down on people some. Like some of y'all got too high expectations out of people. These are people. These ain't ain't gods or nothing like that. These are people. 
people do shit. People got people got opinions that ain't everybody's opinion. Everybody got something that they feel a certain way about that ain't the same way that everybody else feel about it. Everybody got something. You know, you put to you put all this trust in people, man, and you gotta put the trust in you. That's what that's what's gonna get you out of your situation. Not voting for the right person. You getting off your ass and doing something is what's gonna get you out of your situation. I don't give a damn if it's a Republican in office, a Democrat in office, a libertarian in office, I don't care who in office. If you sitting on your ass not doing nothing, you ain't gonna get nothing. If you keep doing the same shit you done did for the last 20 years, you're going to keep being in the same position you've been in for the same 20 years. You do something different. Something different occurs. It ain't got shit to do with who's going to get elected for president. It ain't got nothing to do with who's secretary of the state. It ain't got nothing to do with none of that. It got to do with you getting off your ass. Now, as far as the bigger problems, as far as racial divides and housing and economics and all that stuff, we have the tools. Right. It's just the usual. We got the tools to switch our left. Stop asking people to let you in their shit and make your own shit. This is a big ass country, man. There's enough room and enough people to set, for everybody to get their own whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if if your shit better than the other person, get what? You're going to ride to the top. But if it ain't, then you won't. Some people made to be workers, some people made to be bosses. Everybody ain't supposed to be no damn ball. A lot of y'all wouldn't know how to go to work if wouldn't nobody make it. If you ain't had to go clock in and actually go do something, you'll lay your ass all day long. Let's move to the next story we got going. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Let's see here. My next story. Left leveling fantasy charges in response to Buffalo shooting because they're all out of options. This is an opinion piece from um, Alexis Steele, I think it was. I don't, I don't know the first name. But I'm like, it's it's uh, Shelby Steele. Shelby Steele. Um, and what they're saying him. See. I like to read opinion pieces from everybody because I like to know how everybody thinking about stuff. Right. You know, and um, a lot of the people on the left side of the situation feel like Democrats be waiting on shit like that to happen in Buffalo to happen so they can jump on it and, and pull the racism card out and try to win the election really quick. They say... I'm not saying that this is to be a fact. I'm not saying I even believe this, but they're saying that Democrats will go very far to have an act like this happen so that they can turn the racism card on and start winning the election. You know? I think they're
and shit. They gotta continue to put these images in front of you to get that same reaction up out of you. So you'll keep scrolling. So our brain been inundated with so much, man, the images we done seen since social media came to pass, man. Before social media came to pass, I had never seen a black guy be killed by the police. I had never seen it before. The, before Facebook, right. I had never seen it. I done seen it with my own eyes now, bro. I done seen it. This ain't nothing that I done heard by none of that shit. I done seen it now, bro. You know, and that's an image that's in your brain forever. You, know, you can't get rid of that. But at the matter is, man, they are making a lot of money off of your trauma. Because while you looking at it, advertisers are still rolling for Now, you'll notice, I ain't never seen a video of a white guy getting killed on Facebook. Not by the police, not by a normal citizen. Not by nobody. I have never seen a white guy get killed on Facebook. Never. Have you? So why is it okay? Now I've seen some some Middle Eastern people get the heads chopped off and stuff. I've seen all that, you know. But as far as Americans, why is it okay for for us to be this? Why is it okay for for you to kill ten niggas on a song? You can't kill 10, 10 white farmers in a song. You can't kill 10 Chinese businessmen in a song. You, but you can kill 10 niggas and glorify on song. Why? What made it okay for you to be able to talk about it that way? And it to be okay? You turn to them pop stations, man, it ain't like that. It ain't like that, man. It's our kids that's being brought up in this hate everybody shit. It's our kids that's being raised like that, man. And it ain't, it, you can do everything you can to try to raise them different, but the music gonna get to them. The culture, the culture of being black has got so many negative connotations in it, bro. When it used to be such positivity. You know, it used to be nothing but positivity, but it's so much negative shit in our culture now, man. I just, I'm listening to, I'm, I'm scrolling through TikTok, man. I'm scrolling. I ain't never heard a Quando Rondo song in my life. <laughs> no. And I mean, ain't nothing against him, you know what I'm saying? I, I swear to God, it ain't nothing against him, but I personally had never heard a Quando Rondo song in my life. I'm scrolling. This I see this caption. Rondo Rondo really killed this one. I'm like, okay, let me listen. This nigga singing. Like, dude, if you singing, why you singing to niggas? <laughs> these I'm I'm talking about, and I'm sure he ain't the only artist, but these niggas are singing to niggas. I will kill you. Oh, oh. Ah. what? Man, come mm. on, man, man. That's auto tune. Fuck the game, all yeah, yeah. yeah. And ain't like artists ain't been had auto tune. Tupac had access to auto tune. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that just ain't, it ain't the thing. It wasn't the thing, brother. But but man, if you gonna sing, man, sing to these women. What what make you a bitch to be singing to these women, man? Like 
man, say the niggas that's saying to me, it's got the same two outcomes to being a gangster. You going to jail or, or, or you getting killed. So that's what that's what happens to all these rappers nowadays. It seems like every rapper either going to jail or they're getting killed. So why not take that talent and go saying to these women that they get a whole bunch of pussy? Exactly. I mean, man. Get more money too. Everybody ain't got to be tough. I don't know what made, you know, Minister Society and Boys in the Hood started that shit, man, where every black man thought they had to be old off or dope boy. <laughs> you know? And we done, and we done raised another generation of these kids that don't even know nothing about that. But they just know they ought to be tough. Man. That tough shit gonna find you laid up with a nigga at night. You know, on top of you, beside you, somewhere. Better hope he ain't in the same bunk with you. But that what that tough shit get you. When they, when they move it, pull the ring of Tupac and everybody put a razor blade in their mouth. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Monkey see, monkey do, man. And the move is right there shaped our generation and we kept continuing. We got to stop giving our money to the detriment of us. You know, all the music about killing. Every time a song say kill a nigga and talk, that could be somebody in your family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because trust and believe, they ain't talking about killing nobody that don't look like nobody in your family. You know, so man, why, why, how could you glorify that? My music back in my day, they were talking about getting money. Right. You know, Pimp C, UGK, them boys didn't kill nobody hardly ever on their songs. You know what I'm saying? And they put out a lot of albums. And they ain't talking about killing nobody. You can do it without that, man. You can put some positive energy into your shit, man. We ain't got to be out here, especially, man, like, everybody... They got a whole genre called drill music just about niggas killing niggas. Come on, man. They done took it past gangster rap. This a whole nother thing now. That drill rap stuff, but you got to really be doing it if you rapping about it, which is crazy. It's a reason why our rappers wouldn't really gang bangers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that shit get you sent to prison. You can't talk about that stuff on no album. I'm going to move on, man. The show going kind of long, man. Um, a Maryland woman was arrested at the airport returning from El Salvador on murder charges over her then boyfriend at a 2021 shooting death. Yeah, man, Miss Norma Rivas Villacorta. She got a lot of names. She's 23 years old. She accused of one count each of murder in the first degree and murder in the second degree over the May 22nd shooting death of 20-year-old Kayshawn Damon. She shot him. She hopped on a plane, took off. I don't know what made her think it was good to come back now. <laughs> you know, told her the check was ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. She gone. She gone. Anybody want to check out, put some money on her book. She up there in D.C. I think she in Virginia right now. Y'all go ahead and help her out. Now, Whoopi Goldberg said the gas Prices aren't bad because of anything Joe Biden did and the baby formula shortage ain't got nothing to do with Joe Biden. 
So I want to ask Whoopi, first of all, who the fuck voted for Whoopi to be the voice of black America? I missed the vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, Whoopi, nah, me and you kind of in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? I can't be the voice of black America because I'm sleeping with a white woman. Right. We know you let Ted Danson put on blackface and you thought that shit was funny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we remember that, Whoopi. You understand? Know like, you ain't that far removed from that, Whoopi. But it seems like Whoopi job now in the media right. is to tell black folk to chill out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, they don't win. They, they like to took her money from her, you know, when right. they suspended her because she said that stuff about them Jews not too long ago. And they suspended her and showed her, like, she, you don't think we can replace you? So now we're going to need you to follow the script. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Hey, man, black people in America ought to know. Once we see you done got suspended and you come back, if they don't suspend you, then fire you. We know that you told them folks you're going to do what that You're going to straighten up. You're going to straighten up, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, they ain't let you come back. And you still had that same revolutionary tone. You know what I'm saying? There I go with that. Let me stop. Um, but yeah, we'll be saying none of this stuff Joe Biden fault. I say, who else fought it is? Who keeps sending out my money to Ukraine? You know, who who doing that? You know, if, if the first payment to Ukraine, okay, cool. But man, we gotta keep sending these folks a check like they out chilling. We paying child support to Ukraine at this point, man, and they child support expensive. And we did, you remember that the third all time. Man, and then it just kept coming, man. It just kept coming. My thing is, we need to take care of home first. We got so much stuff messed up here. I ain't, you know, I'm trying to see the bridges that we working on. We supposed to have been working on this infrastructure, getting it right. That's what I thought we supposed to be doing. But now because they got a problem, I think we didn't switch courses. But we still got a problem. Man. If my neighbor pipe bus, I can't get him no money for that because I need to have my air conditioner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How, now, if all if everything in my house is working good and I, I ain't got no issues and everything, and my neighbor need a helping hand and I got it, sure, I happen. But how I'm going to help you when my house fucked up? When I goddamn need to do some painting around the house, I need to goddamn put some more stuff down. Like, how I'm gonna come help you? Quick, like it ain't nothing. Hey, man, y'all need it. Just holler at Big money grip. <laughs> man, now, Wisconsin man got 10 years in prison for a racist acid attack. A judge sentenced a white Wisconsin man to a decade in prison winter for throwing acid on a Latino man's face in a racist attack at a Milwaukee bus stop. Oh, man, they told 64-year-old Clifton Blackwell that he acted with hate when he threw the acid on Mahood Villa. Yeah, yeah, man. She said he wasn't provoked and that his behavior was diabolical. Man, the man, they had a little altercation, man. The man walked away when the man came back, throwed the acid in the face. But it say he still can't see out one of his eyes and shit. Like, man, I can't imagine shit like that, dog. I'm just chilling. 
might have a see that's why I don't agree. I don't have disagreements with nobody I don't know. Yeah. Like if I don't know you, I'm not finna let you pull me into your negative energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you say whatever, I'm look at you and go on about my business, man. You don't know me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I the same people get mad at people by my your mama jokes and shit like that, but people don't even know they more. Niggas be on online, man, going, know this guy don't know nothing about you, but you gonna let him get up under your skin because of something he said about you, man. People so weak, man. The the the, the emotions so fragile right now. We gonna move on. We gonna move on. I said, man, man, man. We the both had, we both been folks though. That if I did, if I could have, I got to reach out and grab you, put my hands on you. You know what I'm saying? Boy, that man left. I seen him coming back. I'm strapped up now. I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready yeah. You come back, man. I'm already, I'm already on point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause I don't, although we don't had our disagreement, I'm watching you from that right. point on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook checks for $397 hit Illinois bank accounts. In the state of Illinois, they got some pretty strict privacy laws. And they say that Facebook had been getting scans of, of, of their faces without telling people that they were doing it. And the reason I got a hold of this story that I felt like if they did it to people from Illinois, they probably did it to everybody, but Illinois the only place they got a law that restricts that kind of thing. Right. And so they had to pay them people $397. Damn to everybody in Illinois that was on Facebook. Now, I don't think I don't think that they ought to be able to just scan your face and, and get that kind of information and all that kind of shit. Like it's a man, it's it's crazy what what Facebook been allowed to do. You know what I'm saying? And and now, man, that they able to use Facebook to lock you up and put you away. Shit, man, I don't see no purpose in it if you ain't somebody selling something. If you ain't somebody selling something on online and you got a, a legitimate business and you're doing something, I don't see the point of you being on Facebook. Y'all need to get rid of that. Just because you, man, it's something you won't even think is something. It end up being a charge for you because it's on Facebook now. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't, man. And then with, with the way they use conspiracy, they ain't got to catch you with nothing. They ain't got to catch you with nothing, man. They can just say you was trying to do something. You wanted to do something. Woo the woo. They ain't got to ask you to catch you doing nothing, man. And they playing the game and ain't even fell no more, bro. Like, you used to have to actually commit a crime and get caught committing a crime to go to prison. But now, man, all you gotta do is been and thought about committing a crime, and they can hit you with conspiracy. Like I, my thought was supposed to be free. You know what I'm saying? My thought supposed to be free, man. Like, and they keep telling you you live in a free nation, but tell me if it is, bro. You can get locked up for your thoughts now. That should a good slogan. Yeah. That's your. 
That shit a good slogan, man. But man, but man, I'm telling you, dog. Man, they mess around. Let me get my money right. They gonna see some. You know what I'm saying? They gonna see some. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get ghost on, man. I'm gonna get ghost on, bro. I'm talking about for real, man. Um, we I ran across this story. Vicky White, Casey White paid homeless sex offender a hundred dollars to book Indiana Hotel during manhood. <laughs> when we knew that they had uh booked the room they sell, this is my question though. Let's say Vicky White and Casey White named Vicky Black and Casey Black. Let's just say that's their name. They both two African Americans on the run. They run across this homeless African American who happens to be a sex offender. They give him a hundred dollars to book the room. You think that homeless guy get a hundred dollars? Do you think he gets arrested, or do they just question him and let him go? I don't know the answer. If you, they called him an unwitting accomplice, so he's an accomplice. So. It's just always interesting to wonder would a black guy have gotten that same kind of treatment? You know? I don't know. It just seemed like, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't know for sure. You'll never know for sure how it would have went down because, you know, do they just wreck the car if they black? Or do they shoot the car up if they black? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of questions behind that. If she hadn't have shot herself, they would have brought them both in without no harm to her. They would have. She shot, she shot herself. If, 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 they had, if she hadn't have shot herself, both of them offenders would have been brought in without no harm there to her. The police found her shooting. Uh, I think he told them that she shot herself. They was on the phone with 911, and you know how they do the trajectory and all that shit. Right. They were the autopsy. They can tell that she really shot herself, but he shot her. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she, she, I think she shot herself while she was on the phone with 911 or some shit. But if she hadn't did that, they both would be alive without no scratches on them. You know? Let me go to court. We just, we'll never know. It's just a question, though. A man accused of murder shot dead hours after being released on bond. This was old Dan Megan right here, man. They let old boy out of jail that morning, I think. No, they let him out of jail that evening and that morning they found him outside the house shot him. Whoever he whoever he was accused of killing before. God damn. Yeah. His friends think he did it, so yeah. that's an easy one right there. I was telling you the other day, man, it's, it's just a dirty guy. I ain't about him think you playing with people trying to be out here be Billy Badass. You might kill one, but you can't kill them all, man. You can't kill them all. It's better to have peace around. I wish we had just stopped, man. I wish we had just stopped, because ain't none of us fighting over nothing. And ain't none of this shit that niggas be beefing about be more, worth more than $1,000. I know it ain't never 10000 it, it ain't nothing. In the grand scheme of things, your pride and your ego, we all in the way 
And at the end of the day, man, we all the same. Ain't none of us got no reason to feel like we no better than one of us. All of us in the same boat, rowing, trying to get the show, fam. All of us doing the same thing. A group of black students in Georgia that filed a federal discrimination lawsuit against the Florida County School District. They suing the school because they got suspended for wearing their Black Lives Matter shirts. Now, they only wore their Black Lives Matter shirt school after the George Floyd incident when some white students came to school with the Confederate flags and all that shit. Now, then nothing happened to the white student that brought the Confederate flag to school, but then you're going to suspend the black student for wearing the Black Lives Matter shirt. So, I mean, as soon as that happened, man, I, you already know what, what the situation is. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's like that, that means that the people on the board feel the same way. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, which is, again, well, we got to do what we got to do. Get these positions. Get in these positions, man. If you somebody that, that, that ain't got no record and you, and, and, and you got kids in the school or whatever, man, run for them, run for them offices. Get on them boards, man. Go to them meetings. Don't let them folks talk about you and your children like that without you being done. No. Well, that's taking place in Georgia right now, man. Yeah, man, the next story we got today. Hold on one minute. The next story, man. They say a Russian politician was caught trying to sneak into the United States at the U.S.-Mexico border. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, he had been detained. Um, he was, he used to be a deputy in the parliament and administrative center of the region in Russia's far east. Um, let's see, Russia State News know that he has been arrested. They don't know for what yet. Probably for illegal border crossing, though, they say. Oh, man. So what that mean when Russian is trying to come in from from down by by Mexico. What that mean? I don't know. Maybe he both the guy down. Yeah, it's 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 always something that you gotta think about. Right. Uh, to me that's to me it's just crazy though. It's it's crazy, man. Um And he sounded like he a good guy. I don't know if so. I guess we'll find out sooner later. <laughs> um, in New York City last night, man, an EMT got shot by a patient in the back of the ambulance. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He trying to help, but and but and pulled out the strap. They say he was asking the patient a series of routine questions when he pulled out a 38 revolver. As they were traveling down Forest Avenue, the male brandished the firearm and fired one round, which struck the 25-year-old EMT in the shoulder. The driver pulled out, pulled over, and the and the male fled out the back door. The suspect was quickly apprehended by a retired detective and an off-duty sanitation worker. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, you were just gonna go to the hospital. That's it. You done pulled out and shot a nigga. 
Hey man, go you got something to say to the people before we get out of here, man. We're gonna go on ahead and knock the thing on that today, yeah, man. Yeah, man, y'all enjoy your Thursday, man. Don't forget to holler back at us again tomorrow. Don't forget to hit the like button, follow, subscribe. Make sure you hit that little bell one more time, man, so you get a notification whenever we drop another video, man. Yeah. Check y'all tomorrow, man.